0: It's grim, Episode 7, Giants and Goats, by Dan Bottomley and Ben Kerno, music and lyrics by Dan Bottomley. And so, after reading the surprisingly
1: talkative King's Royal Scroll, the tailor set out on his quest to slay the terrifying giants, the scourge of this medieval land. Huzzah! He travelled over hill and dale, mountain and multi-story car park. Whoa there, who? <laughs> Scared it off, <laughs> go me Until he reached the sheer cliff of a mighty mountain top With his gentle tailor's feet fit to fall off Oh, no And his jam supplies running perilously low He yelped to the heavens Oh no,
2: dear lording god person, why have you forsaken me so?
1: Probably because you're a bit of an ass.
2: What was that? Hmm, must have been the wind was it, me? was it me? Oh. But you, but you are, are an arsonist. Hey! <gasps> oh! I have travelled so far from home, so far as to enter a land where the insults are instead compliments of the highest order. Oh, thank you, wind. Twat, Oh, right back at you, friend. What a brave hero I am.
1: So arrogant was he, and possibly on some strange jam come down, that he genuinely believed he was in a land of opposites.
2: Where are these giants then? Come on, you big evil so-and-sos. Oh, I mean, you fine, lovely beasts. Eh? Come on out. <coughs> oh, that should rile them up.
1: And at that moment, as if the very rock were rending itself from its foundations, (gasps) a huge giant appeared from out of the cliff face, (gasps) enormous and fearsome to look at, all charcoal grey save his left shoulder, which was dappled in bird shit. dares disturb my slumber with such words and waffle? Good day, friend. I have been
2: travelling so very far and my supplies are getting perilously low. I need somewhere to rest and jam. Toot sweet, maybe a scone and some clotted cream to
1: boot. Jam? You crumb, you miserable creature.
2: Why, thank you, sir. Such sweet compliments. Please, you probably find it hard to see past my fearsome physique and chiselled butt cheeks, but also observe my fine warrior's outfit and stylish belt. There you can read for yourself what kind of man I am.
1: Seven in one
2: blow? Well, I say. Hmm, I know, right? So just
1: watch yourself, handsome. Hmm, I suppose I should. The giant did not know what to make of the brave little tailor. One who killed seven men in one blow could surely prove a dangerous opponent, even to a mighty giant. Still, he looked like a turd, and enjoyed being talked to like one. The giant liked that. I say, you pathetic little titsquit. I'm sure I could house one so miniature and weasley, for a night at least. Come join me and my friend, Giant 2. Oh. What say you? Oh, how
2: kind of you, you, uh, you flappy turkey's gusset. Yes, yeah, say bow, it bow, again,
1: bow. little mouse. Uh,
2: oh.
1: And so they went on insulting each other into the night in that strange proto sexual way. Deeply unpleasant and very confusing. Around the same time, two new characters were debating what to do with their herd of goats. I'm sure it'll connect to something, somewhere
3: Hines, darling I've been thinking Thinking? I know, I know, I know, I know But bear with me, right?
4: Them goats What about them goats?
3: Well, they wake us up so bleeding early each morning With their bleeding bleeding
4: Aye, they do oh, Such a
3: pain in the arse to herd up to fresh pasture every day Aye, they are I mean, the th- of the walking alone is enough to finish me off some days. Life is hard for folks like us,
4: just take this lard, it don't make no fuss. I can get a good stretch while I'm sat down. I can let one go and make a smile. Why chop garlic when you've got paste? Because haste makes waste. Oh, no, you'd never said a truer word, Tina. Never a truer word. So I thought maybe, maybe we could trade the goats with, er, uh, with Phil. Phil? Ah.
3: Phil who? Oh, come on now. Phil, Phil, over by the stream, you numpty. No,
4: Phil,
3: Phil. You should have said, I Gina. Aye, uh, Trade him for what? Well, Phil has a beehive. Eh? Eh? We could put him in that sunny corner over there and then forget about it. Oh. Aye want to hear bees to fresh pasture every day, do you? Oh, and, and they fly out and do it all by themselves. Yeah, right, I the agree. They collect honey just for tits and giggles and uh, more importantly <laughs> we uh, wouldn't have to do
4: nothing. <laughs> 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 we can stay in bed till the afternoon. Not be woken by bleach. Be like a prey god. The sooner you rise, you sap your strength. We keep our treats all at arm's length. Exercise <laughs> don't change the taste. Haste makes waste. Oh, Trina! Oh, I know. What <laughs> did you think of that all by yourself? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's bloody brilliant, absolutely bloody brilliant, I will do it right away Yeah, yeah, well, maybe leave it till tomorrow Yeah Yeah Also, get this i tell you what. What? Honey, tastes a damn sight better than goat's milk. Oh, it does, it does. last longer than all. Oh, it does. Oh, Trina darling. Oh, <laughs> <three of dollars. laughs> oh, if you come here, I'll kiss you.
3: And maybe later.
4: Yeah. All right. What a brilliant plan. How the goats do bleat.
0: Oh, the life we'll live.
4: Of all the things
3: that we'll do Once you made the good out to deliver
4: Something'll come to me. Oh
3: yeah 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 One sec uh, n-
4: Nope Take care of this healthy waste Cause haste makes waste makes Tomorrow, who's going to take the goats over and trade them for this beehive, then? Uh, well, I'm not. Well, it can't be me. I've done enough drapes in a rune this week to last a lifetime. Uh, but it was my idea, so you should do it. Hey, I'm not getting up and walking over there. I've got the biggest corn you'll ever see on my left foot. And that walk will do it no good. No good at all, Trina. Duck,
3: young lazy git. Forcing me to do everything on top of thinking of it in the first place. I mean I'm I'm absolutely knackered sat here.
4: Breathing. You calling me lazy? I'm surprised that chair doesn't have a permanent indentation of your arse in it. Oh. The length of time you spend sitting at your big potatoes. <laughs> Potato? If I, well, if I'm
3: a potato, you're, an, you're an, an idle turnip. I'll give you a turnip. Oh. Well, what are going to do then if neither of us will do it?
1: And then, just as they ran out of their admittedly limited number of vegetable-based insults, Gretel and the fisherman appeared on the horizon. I told you something would tie up somewhere.
5: I hate to think what you've got us into now.
1: Not my fault. <laughs> Honest.
5: This isn't on me. Not you. What then? Who? Ugh, it doesn't matter. Look, over there. There's two people sat there. Let's just ask them for directions.
1: No! All the while, Lazy Hines was struck by a very rare brainwave.
4: Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Trina?
3: Aye, I think my left foot is slightly bigger than my right one. You thinking that?
4: No! Look over there!
1: Our travelling bear could almost taste the tang of the town. So, protestations aside... They couldn't help but ask.
5: Excuse me, friends. Oh. Um, good morning, little ghetto. I'm sorry to interrupt your sitting, but we're lost, you see, and we were wondering if you might be able to help us. We're trying to get into town. Oh, into town? That's right. Well, you're in luck. It's no far, and we both know the way. You do. We do. Oh, brilliant! See, I told you asking for directions was a good idea.
4: Mm. Only thing is... Oh, here it comes. We need you to do something for us first. Favour for a favour-like. See, Gretel, there is always a price. We have a herd of goats just in that field over there. We need someone to take them over to that cottage by the stream and trade them for a beehive. With... Uh, who is it again, Trina? Fell, oh, fell, the man's name's... Glenfell. Oh, Oh, that's right, uh, Fell. Do that for us And we'll tell you the quickest route into tune Wait, that's it? Yep
2: No
5: problem at all
3: Brilliant then, off you trot.
1: And off they went to complete their death-defying task Herding sheep Goats Herding goats
2: Wait, not so fast Are you thinking what I'm thinking?
5: Yeah, thank God one of us had the sense to stop and ask for directions Now Let's get this done quickly. No,
2: no, 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 no. Shall I tell you what I'm thinking?
5: I've got a feeling you're going to anyway.
2: We take their herd of goats. And? That's it. We take their herd of goats? Steal? Oh, not so loud, but yes, steal.
5: Are you mad? Just when someone shows us the slightest glimmer of kindness, you want to steal from them. Oh, come off
2: it. The last thing they showed a glimmer of kindness to was a stick of lard. They're bone idle. Lazy as a pair of pigs. Why else would they be getting us to do this for them? They're hardly going to chase after us for them, are they? Besides, you need those goats. Me?
5: What do I need goats for?
2: I've told you. If you want to hire someone to take out that witch, you need leverage. Hell, you won't even get into the town without something to offer. We've established pretty well in this narrative that you have no money and nothing to trade.
5: That is true.
2: Well, now you have a herd of goats.
5: But but I can't just steal them. Why not? Because it's wrong.
2: Was it right that Rumpelstiltskin stole all your money? No. Was it right that the witch kidnapped you and your brother? No. Is it right that at this very moment she's probably filling him up with corn like a prize duck? And she was. No! Then there you have it. You know what they say. Two wrongs make a right. Wait, is is that...? I get it,
5: fisherman. But say I could. Look at me. I'm not built for this goat robbery stuff. Of course you are.
2: You're nimble on your feet. Light, you are perfect burglar material.
5: But just because I can do it doesn't mean I should. I'll be as bad as the cat, stealing all of the fat just because.
2: Of course. The way of the world. Gretel, maybe this is how it was always meant to go. Hasn't it ever occurred to you that just perhaps to save your brother you're going to have to do something that you don't want to do? Something that isn't filling your face or being right for a change?
5: Savage. Do you think they'd be enough to get us in? And hire
2: someone. I should think so. But like I said before, it is a while since I've been around these parts. That explains the navigation. Hey.
5: How will we get to town without directions? Give me a minute. Oh,
2: friends! What? Which way is lovely Phil with the bees? Oh, he's over
4: yonder. Oh, thanks. And the town? Well, you go over the hill, then take a left at the wait, hanging Wait, wait, you you <laughs> you're not that.
2: Thank you. See? Gretel. I smell jam on the wind, pork on the breeze, and crabs. Gross. I made you a promise, Gretel, and I'm going to keep it. But I can't do that without you. So?
5: Let's steal us some goats.
1: Yes! a girl! And so, they stole themselves some goats. However, Gretel, being the fine, upstanding goat robber that she was, couldn't bear the thought of leaving them without a chamber pot to piddle in. So she left them one very fine-looking, solitary goat.
4: Oh, hello there, Sandra. That's no Sandra. I think it is, Sandra. Let's have a (laughs) look-see. Oh, my mistake. Sorry, Kenneth. Hines? What? Look...
3: We've been stitched up by that canny wee lassie. We have. Well, does this look like a beehive to you?
4: No. No, doesn't
3: it doesn't.
4: Oh, well, I've never actually seen a beehive. Oh, shut up, you slovenly radish. Why couldn't we trade Kenneth here? One goat. Surely we could get something for him. What
3: can you get for one goat in this bleeding day and age?
4: A bee? I pi-
3: ah. um. Give you a short and so they the saw out the rest of the
1: balmy evening, evening, evening waving their fists at the each other, all the, channel, the while coming the up please. with some surprisingly inventive vegetable insults.
4: Cabbage bread!
1: Meanwhile, Gretel and the fisherman approached the warm, stinking embrace of the town.
4: Your bottom faced bean sprout!
1: Could it be heaven or hell?
4: Pumpkin purple poo head!
1: Sanctuary or trap! Your
4: stinking
0: sauerkraut! <laughs> or, May be revealed. It's grim. By Dan Bottomley and Ben Kerno. Silly,
3: disappointing radish.
0: Music and lyrics by Dan Bottomley.
4: You big
0: bombastic. Brussels sprout The soothsayer Taylor and Fisherman were played by Dan Bottomley
3: You hairy underachieving pomegranate
0: Giant One was played by Eleanor Toms You stink more than a rotting potato Patrina oh sh- was played by Karen Fishwick
3: You non-social distance applying broccoli nosed butthead
0: Lazy Hines was played by Andrew Key The monkey mango And Gretel was played by Eleanor Valentine After each episode, you, our listeners, will be able to input into how the tale unfolds next for Gretel. To take part in this week's poll, simply head to www.pahumatheatre.co.uk. You have 24 hours before submissions close.
3: You disappointing banana!